Hello, welcome to Game Changer. Monday through Friday, David Villa and our crew dive into God's Word and talk about how to take principles from the Bible and apply them to our daily lives. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our host. Hey, what's up, guys? Good morning. Welcome to Game Changer. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Here we are. Come on, man. We're talking about limitless faith this morning. Probably for the next few mornings, we're just going to talk about the power of God, limitless faith, limitless power, a God that has no limits, right? A God that that uh, he, that goes against the grain of the of the norm, right? Culture says one thing, Walt, and God says another, right? When heaven and earth will pass away, culture will pass away, the, the, the latest vibe, fad, right? The latest trend will fall away, but my word will never go away. He's a, he's a limitless, all-powerful God. And we're going to talk about that this morning. And um, I'm excited about this topic, man. I'm excited about it. We all kind of weighed into it a little bit. Everybody kind of brought... It's like, it's like having a big, uh, like a dinner on the ground, you know, it's like having a church here, had a dinner it's on a the ground, mm-hmm. like a potluck. Everyone brought, everyone brought a little something. We just talked about that. We, we just t- announced the topic and everybody, everybody brought a little something to the table. Amen. 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 So without faith, it's impossible to please God. Hebrews one six. And, um, when I think of limitless, you know, I'll kind of kick it off. When I think of limitless, I think of, you know, I think of, it's hard to think about it because you know, men, humans have limits and it's impossible. Even if you think of, even if you think of times where you've, where you've surpassed what should be a limit, or you look at maybe records that were broken, you know, Olympians and, and so forth. And you look at the needle constantly being pushed. It's still hard for you and I to wrap our heads around limits or limitless because, you know, we can't do it, you know? And so, um, when I think of limitless, to me, faith comes to mind because it's the extension, right? It's the, it's the connection between, between God's word and, and, and it coming to fruition in our life. Because you got to think about it. I think one of the things that we need to kind of set as a point of reference, you know, from the beginning, maybe of this discussion is the fact that it's not about us. And I don't mean it's not about us. It's about God. It's not just about us. Mm-hmm. Like there's five of us in this room. And God cares equally about all five of us. Whoever's listening or watching right now, he cares equally about them. He's no respecter of person. So so it's not it's not about me. It's about everybody. And and so what it comes in with faith is that when God said it, his word, you know, he said it's finished. You know, he he declared you know, things that are not as though they were. He he speaks things into existence and he he said, By my stripes, you're healed. There's no question in God's mind or in heaven if that's true or not. Like no one's wondering. No angels are walking around. I wonder if God can heal me. You know, it's not open for discussion, but yet it's done. So when I think of limitless, it's the connection between us and God, meaning it's the connection between his word that's already been fulfilled and whether it can happen in my life. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, in other words, I've got to receive it. So we're not waiting on God. He's waiting on us, so to speak. So Hebrews uh, 1, 6 says, and without faith, it's impossible to please God. Hebrews 11, 1, faith is a confidence in what we hope for and the assurance about what we do not see. And, you know, um, faith is the language you know, of God, it's the language of, right. Of, of, uh, it's a divine language. And so, you know, I, I just, you know, uh, 
when I threw a quote out this morning too, based on this study, and it said, I think I tweeted it out. Faith is a language impossibilities understand. You know, faith is the language impossibilities understand. So when we're when we're when we're looking at an impossible situation, you know, we already know the Bible says with man it's impossible. With God, all things are possible. So faith is the language that impossibilities understand. So when you're speaking to somebody, you know that doesn't speak your language then you have to speak to them in their language or you have to speak to them in a language that they understand. So when you're speaking to impossibilities, you can sit there and say, Hey, listen, you know, I, I let this happen or, Hey, I really need this to happen or this needs to go through or this needs to be the case. But the language that impossibilities understand is faith. And when you begin to speak God's word, right, then the limits come off. Then there's no limits. It takes it into a different realm. Amen. <clears throat> I was just thinking, uh, you talked about, you know, um, basically it takes faith, you know, it, it's defining then what, what is faith. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think we overcomplicate it. Faith is just trust. And the reason why, um, faith is so important, it's basically to, to move away the obstruction from receiving the fullness of God. It's mm -hmm. not anything special in the sense of like, well, you've got to do this, this, and this. All you need to do is trust. Yeah. And then you can receive the fullness so I think that's something we struggle with sometimes because we try to, you know, we've talked about this several times over the last couple of weeks. We try to define too much and overcomplicate things. And he's just saying, I just need you to trust. Yeah. I just need you to have faith. That's all I need. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to, you know, have faith in tough circumstances. But the, the scripture that comes to my mind is faith without works is dead. You know, so if you're not practicing your faith almost with your walk of Christ, then it's like any relationship. If you not practicing having communication with your best friend then he's no longer your best friend if that makes sense or he's no longer your friend so yeah 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 and, and it's not sometimes hard it's always hard yeah. you know it it's um it's i mean it's it's really i mean really honestly faith it just it, it's one it's one of these things when we're talking about this morning we're talking about a limitless god we're not talking about anything natural this morning i mean this is not natural this is not a natural conversation you know limitless there's limits in life <laughs> there's limits in your finances there's limits in your credit there's limits in your bank account there's limits in your health there's limits in everything there's limits in you know in feasibly what you could accomplish but the reality is we're not talking about anything natural and so when you think when you're talking about something supernatural it's difficult for us as humans because it it we have to lose control and relinquish control you know but i want to i want to point something out too that you know what i'm what i attempt what i'm attempting to do you know, in my from my perspective in this conversation, and I know we're we're all again, we all brought something to the to the to the dinner, so to speak. What I'm attempting to do in this is I want to provoke somebody, you know, to 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 let faith rise up on the inside of you, a limitless God kind of faith. Because you know what? I'm I'm ready to see the Bible, the thing the stories in the Bible. I'm ready to see the things that I've preached about and and, and talked about and declared, you know, happen around us. You know, for instance, you know, this, this like barely getting by kind of Christianity is, it, it bothers me sometimes because you, we read stories that inspire us, but yet are these men and women in the scriptures, are they, are they better than we are? You know, are they, I mean, God, my Bible says this, and this is what's crazy. Jesus looked at his disciples and said, this is, this is after the old Testament. This is after the miracles of Jesus on the earth. And he looked at his disciples and he said, look, I'm going to go to heaven. And I'm going to send a comforter, you know, the, the Holy Spirit. 
and it's going to dwell in you. He's going to dwell in you. And then he went on to say, greater things will you do because I go. And what he meant by that is just the sheer fact that we can, the footprint that we have, right? Because he was limited to a geographical area. And we, ha- we, you know, we, with the Holy Spirit, it's present everywhere at all times. And so I'm, I'm talking about though, the kind of faith that, you know, through this, this faith, this, this, this limitless faith, men and women before us, I mean, conquered kingdoms, you know, they, they administered justice, they obtained promises. I mean, Daniel, you know, through faith, shut the mouths of lions. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, like, think about it. We're sitting here like a nice, comfortable, you know, clothes and like air conditioned. And if like the air goes out, we're like, oh man, I can't even do the rest of the podcast. The air is not <laughs> on. It's hot in here. Miss hotter than three fat devils. I'm sweating. I got to take the shirt off. He might change the shot. Why take the outer <laughs> shirt off so I, you know, they don't, so I can just be my t-shirt. But listen, Daniel got thrown into the midst of lions, hungry lions. Like there was no time to change his shirt to make sure things looked right. Mm-hmm. I mean, this man had the faith on the spot to shut the mouth of lions, right? Uh, uh, you know, quench the the fury of flames. I mean, can you, listen, think about this for a second. If someone walks up to you and, and like, you know, you don't want to offend them and you're tempted to change your stance or to possibly go quietly and not make a ruckus when somebody challenges your faith on Twitter, right? I mean, like somebody says something, you don't want to start it. You don't want to awaken cancel culture or whatever. But yeah, here's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that's like, hey, I'm going to throw you in the furnace if you bow down to your God or any other God besides me. That's what Nebuchadnezzar said. And guess what they did? They're like, okay, okay. Well, God's going to either, God's going to take us or he's going to protect us, but we're going to worship him. Dude, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Limitless faith. I don't, I don't know. I don't see a lot of that, Mm -hmm. you know? And, um, I think in order for this revival and for what God wants to do in 2021 right now, through his people, through the world, through the church, I believe that we have to have some limitless faith. Some understand what limitless power is. Absolutely. He can do anything. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it goes back to, us overcomplicating things. We, we try to say that maybe we're not ready to receive, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of, you know, power, that kind of blessing because we're not, we're not good enough yet. You know, you think about, um, you know, temples and how sacred they were, but I wrote down in first Corinthians, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy spirit who is in you when you have received from, or when you have received from God. So, um, he's basically saying you are, are good enough. Mm-hmm. You are a temple. You are you are ready to receive my Holy Spirit. Um, but too often we're like, I'm not a temple. I'm far from it. Yeah, you know. But he said, No, you are. You're qualified. Mm-hmm. Why can't we? We can't wrap our heads around that. I mean, it's it's always the word of God versus the voice of the enemy. Mm-hmm. And I say the enemy because it's not the classic pitchforks of, you know, it is the word of God and it is the enemy. But again, let's not give the devil so much credit because God's everywhere. The devil's one place. So the enemy has to rely on his influence. He has to rely on getting Sam, you know, upset and getting Sam in a mood where Sam can come in and through the voice, through the enemy inspiring that and Sam giving into that, Sam rubs off on us or we vice versa. And he has to rely on like help. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's always the word of God against the voice of the enemy. And why do we, why are we so quick to, to receive the words that come from the enemy, the words that aren't life giving, you know, why are we so, why are we so quick? Cause sometimes we allow the voice to be louder. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't want the patience that comes with faith. 
Sometimes you think we, we you think we think that far ahead. That's why I think that you, that's why, in my opinion, I think <clears throat> the words of the enemy are so easy to take because it's the quick out. Some people don't want to go through the process. Some people don't want to have the faith and the patience and the persistence to sit through when you have to wait on that answer from God. And sometimes it's easier to just take that quick out. Yeah, yeah I think that's kind of what I'm saying to you is like we, we allow the voice of the enemy to be stronger because the so many other things seem a lot more attainable. You know, it's it's quicker access to, you know, we'll pump up that volume because it's a little more pleasing to me at the yeah. moment yep. because the word of God sounds great but it seems distant and so well, you I think, think struggle with that. you think sometimes it's so i wrote here in my notes sometimes we pray and we think it's falling on deaf ears yeah you know i mean it doesn't fall on deaf ears but sometimes we pray and we think it has right we 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 think that god hear that is god gonna answer it so maybe that's maybe that's a i, I get that if that's kind of what you're talking about because we'll pray and then we'll say well i mean you know I said it, I prayed, but we didn't, it's almost like, okay, I didn't feel anything right then because God, we know that God can, yeah. we know that God's, God's a miracle worker as well. Right. We know that God in the Bible, I mean like, Hey, Hey, blind Bartimaeus stood up and Hey, God, 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 he, Hey, heal me. It's me. Blind Bartimaeus. Hey, sit down. No, 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 no. It's me. Get out of my way. It's me. And then Jesus heals him. Yeah. You know what I mean, Jesus didn't say, Oh, I see you. Yeah, just hold on one second. You know, give me give me about five years. You know, it didn't happen that way. So sometimes it doesn't happen, you know, instantaneous for us as believers in, in 2021. So maybe we pray and we think it's falling on deaf ears. So we're not, there's your patience right there. We're not yeah. patient. So we go, okay, well, I did it. I did the God thing. Now I'm going to do the David thing, right? I mean, we don't say it that way, but I mean, what's the what's the next step that we take, right? So we pray, It's fall, we think it's falling on deaf ears. Mm, that's good. Absolutely. Go ahead. Like you got something, Mike? I was just going to say um, that was probably one of the toughest times of my life with faith was um, for about two years I dealt with um, heavy anxiety, panic attacks, and anxiety attacks. And I always wondered why I was going through it. Mm -hmm. I always wondered, like, God, I know you can solve this. Why? And that's, you know, having faith in that situation was probably one of the hardest things ever because I kept going, like, why am I going through this? Why, what, what is, what is the payoff in all of this? Mm -hmm. Where is the payoff? And that was the only thing that got me through was faith. I mean, I went to doctors, they prescribed me things. They told me things to do. They told me different things to do. And I mean, it, it never really solved the problem. And that, you know, having faith through that situation was probably one of the hardest things I've gone through. I've gone through in life. Um, you know, but that's probably one of the other parts when it comes to faith, that is probably the hardest thing is having faith. Not, it's easy to have faith when the sun's out. And it's a nice day. It's even harder to have faith when you're in the middle of the sea in the storm in 60 foot waves, wondering why am I in this? Yeah. To me, it's it's when you're in that point where it feels overwhelming and the devil's saying, you know, you're not good enough. That's where your faith counts the most, in my opinion. But also, I want to say when I was in China and to see the way they that they get persecuted over there and to see that they're hiding, but they have so much faith, you know, like when I went to a church over there in China, they were like worshiping in a junkyard, like an abandoned building, hiding because they were afraid that they would get persecuted. But they had so much faith and they were, they were worshiping with what they had with like pots and pans. And their faith was just like so strong over there. And it's just something that I would like remember and think of whenever I whenever my faith was like down or whenever I felt discouraged. So it's 
yeah so and that's and that's that's something that uh, a lot of people talk about you know with western culture um you know and it just listen i mean we are we are comfortable you know in the west i mean we we are creatures of comfort and you know listen i mean it's it, you, you, I, I think of it a couple of ways i mean you can't curse the comfort I mean, God, I don't believe this is where people get it wrong. I don't believe that God expects you and I to go out and go, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to shut my electricity off. And, <laughs> you know, I'm just yeah. going to, you know, really so I can experience the full effect of being uncomfortable. We're in this society. And, and I want to I want to just kind of maybe remove any conviction on that, because, look, there is a, a third third world, you know, or a uh, a different type of society that is going to experience some things that we in the West, you know, have, have kind of grown beyond, but I'm going to tell you what the West, you know, has, there's a lack of peace and there's a lack of joy and there's a, and there's a, there's a growing anxiety level. There is, there is, you know, the, um, depression because the thing is, is that we, we have this, this, this belief that we can do it ourselves, this, Mm -hmm. this mentality that, Hey, we can do this. We don't need anybody's help. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm enough on my own. I mean, matter of fact, people put badges on of honor on individuals where, you know, I'm, I'm woman enough. I'm man enough. You know, it's, Hey, listen, I don't, I don't need that man. I don't need that woman. I don't need that person. I don't need that job. I don't need you. I can do it myself. And, you know, and listen, we have to take personal responsibilities, but the problem is when you, when you find out that you're not enough, you, you see what I'm saying? Listen, David found out that David's not enough. And then what happens is when you don't have an answer from your society and from your culture, because that's supposed to be the answer, then what? Depression sets in, anxiety sets in, a lack of peace sets in, a lack of joy sets in. So faith is a language impossibilities understand, but it's also the currency. Faith is the currency of heaven. Listen to this to possess anything to the glory of God. So faith is the currency. It's like it's like you listen, when you're a child of God, you live in a you live in a, a, a you you live in a different kingdom. You're part of this world, but you're you're in this world, but you're not of this world. And you have to understand that if you really want to buy into kingdom philosophy, then you then you live in a different economic system because look, I mean God provides your needs for your needs by his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. I mean, that's just not something that somebody that doesn't know him can claim. You know, where else can you go, hey, I'm going to give away 10% of an income because it's a, it's a God thing that he'll actually bless me more with what I have left. That doesn't make any sense. How can I let go of something and 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 have more? You know, so you have to understand that we're in a different we're in a different kingdom. And I want to challenge you to have to, I want to challenge you to, to take the words of the Bible and apply them to your life in every aspect. Because faith, faith is something that if we can use it, we can take absolute control of our life and our environment because it's faith in God. It's faith in his word. It's living in his way. And it's easier said than done. I mean, we we talked about that, but it, but we got to be able to, we got to be able to express some victories. Because you know what? If you're listening right now, I want to encourage you that as hard as it is, it's it's not only possible, it is probable. It is it is something that God is leading you and I as children of his into. He's saying, I want you to, to go this direction because I've got more for you, more for you and me. Amen? That's what it's about, mm-hmm. right? He's got more joy. He's got more peace. Absolutely. Well, and 
I really feel like this is going to be a, a study in itself, but, you know, we're talking about the power of God. We're talking about, you know, faith and how it all works together. And mm-hmm. I told, you know, you this morning when I walked in that I was really, uh, I was having a hard time sleeping last night, so I was writing some ideas and, you know, just kind of spending some quiet time. Uh, we talked about that yesterday. Sometimes, you know, it's just about <clears throat> dedicating whatever time you can. If you fall asleep praying and you fall asleep praying. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, so this kind of came to me last night and it was need over narrative. Um, you know, or need verse narrative. And we talked about the power of God. And sometimes um, we've got an idea of what that looks like, yeah. you know, of what power looks like, of what faith really looks like. But Jesus has so much more planned. And I thought about the crucifixion. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's standing there saying, you know, if you're Jesus, if you're God, just come down, come down off the cross. And, and that was their narrative in that moment. Mm-hmm. But God said, you don't need this narrative to be fulfilled. You, you have a further need, and that's that you need a Savior. Mm. So he knew that the crucifixion, which was a step further than anybody, you know, at that point thought was necessary, yeah. was a need. And, you know, I looked up the, the definition of narrative. It's a story that you write or that you Come tell on. someone. And mm. Jesus is saying, you are limiting yourself. You know, you needed a Savior. You didn't need somebody to just be on the cross and be like, yep, I'm, I'm all powerful. I don't have to experience the pain. I'll just come on, come on off. We didn't need that. We needed a savior. He needed to take it a step further. And our minds were too small minded in that moment to even receive it at that time. We didn't even know what we were receiving. So dude, that's so, that's such a, that, that right there will preach like TD Jakes. I mean, it's, it's, if you think about that, there's so much there, the narrative, (laughs) like we, we want, we, they wanted Jesus Hey, come off the cross. I mean, and by the way, how many times, I mean, I'm just going to be honest. I was raised in church. I mean, you were pretty Mm -hmm. much right. Yep. Okay. So here we are, Sunday school kids. I mean, I'm 48 years old. I mean, I was raised in church. So like, we're talking like almost 50 years ago, like I, you know, went into my first church 48 years ago (laughs) as, as in diapers. And, and so I can remember multiple times as a child and even into adulthood. And even when I hear that story and I read that sometimes save yourself, the Competitor in me, the person who wants to win, the person who takes pride in Jesus and loves him, wants him to come off the cross and pimp slap everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, come off the cross and be like, all right, let's go and get into like a karate stance and start whipping everybody. You know what I'm saying? I want like the 10,000 angels to come down. And you know what I'm saying? I want that because they're taunting like my savior, right? They're taunting him. I, and I'm like, Jesus, you got the power. You know, thank God it wasn't me, mm-hmm. right? Because I mean, I'd come off the cross and, and do it. But so Jesus didn't because of the, the, not the narrative, but the need. And I love that, man. That's so powerful. And to think about the fact that, so, so let's put that, to, that in our life. I mean, everything we're talking about right now. Well, what do you want to happen versus what does God know you need to happen? Where do you, what, what, what do you want? What kind of relief do you want? You, you want it to end now. You want it to start now. You want it to be now, do now. But God knows the need and it's, and it's, you know, and it's, it's just one of these things where limit, limitless is not always looking at it going, hey, we serve a God that can do anything, in, in, like a superhero. But sometimes him doing, sometimes his superpower is constraint. Mm-hmm. Sometimes his, keep in mind, a fruit of the Spirit is patience. We don't pray for patience. Matter of fact, <laughs> we, we don't talk about it. You know, we're like, you know, we'll skip over it. Yeah. You know, when we go to pray for the uh, God, I want some kindness and I want some favor. You know, I want some, uh, you know, I want some peace and I want some joy and some, you know what I mean? We just kind of like go past patience. Mm-hmm. But he's a God that his superpowers are like all of them. 
So sometimes it's not like he wants to break down the wall. Sometimes he just wants to, he just wants to have his weight. That's a superpower, right? He wants you to go limitless. through that journey. Huh? He wants you to go through that journey. Well, it's limitless. Yeah. Limitless. We're, we're our worst enemy mm-hmm. majority of the time. You know, you can think about so many things that have gone on where <clears throat> we're quick to say, well, this is what Jesus wants. This is what God wants, you know, whether it's job related, whether it's political, you know, whatever. We're like, Jesus wants this. Mm-hmm. And then we get so caught up in that, that again, we start trying to fulfill our own narrative. Mm-hmm. And God's like, you've got a need I'm trying to solve. If you would just step back for a second and have faith that I'm un- I've got it under control. We're, we can be our own worst enemy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I've talked about it before when, you know, I was told that you'll reach, you know, thousands of people through your gift of music. I always thought that meant I'm going to be famous. You know, I'm going to be playing with Elevation or Hillsong or any of these big bands that you can think of. And that was never, I took that, what was spoken over me and made it my own versus leaving it as God's. And I, know, I always saw it as one way when God said, no, I don't mean you're going to be famous and in front of all these people at the same time. You're going to touch all these people through one, your lifetime. One at a time. Yeah. It's like a thousand different days. <laughs> right. One person. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't thousands one all at once. One homeless person at a time. You know exactly. That's, what it, that's so, really what it was. So number 464, start playing. <laughs> yep. And tomorrow, 465th homeless and that, person, and that's, start playing. And that's part of the thing is the patience. I tried to push that. I tried to pursue what I saw. God was saying in my interpretation and that's ultimately where I started to fall on my face. And that was when I took a step back and realized I'm like, Oh, this, it really isn't where I was going, mm. where I was going was here. And this isn't what you meant at all. And it makes sense. Now I just read it my own way. Well, you know what though, but I got some encouragement for you and maybe for someone else that it, it, it's all, it's by the way, it doesn't mean that that's not God's plan as well. It doesn't mean that you're planning God's plan ultimately don't have the same destination. It doesn't mean that it's not thousands of people at one time. It mean, in, in my experience with the Lord, because there's plenty of times I can go back. And here's the one thing that doesn't change. The one thing that doesn't stop is aging and time. I mean, time keeps going. So you look back and you go, okay, I'm this old now. I, it's this year now. And this is the year where I first, you know, fought this or had this, what have you. And so, so eventually you begin to look at it and you think, okay, well, I think you begin to think it does, it's not going to happen, but, and, and it may not happen that way, but it's so, somebody needs to hear this. It may. And it, and here, and here's the thing, when you lay it down, it's, I found that when you, when you lay it down, there's some things that, some things that you don't have to, you know, really fight hard to lay down. You know, this is part of the limitless God thing because, you know, because you're thinking again that, hey, to get this, I got to give it my all. Well, maybe God means all of your faith. Maybe he doesn't mean all of your energy on this particular item. But this one, hey, listen, it's not really, it doesn't really take a lot of faith. It takes a lot of action and it's going to happen. But really the faith part of it is like, man, just, just having the perseverance to keep on acting every single day, give it a hundred percent and you know, you're going to get it. Just, just, just keep going. But then there's some things where God, I think, has us wants us to lay them down. And those are sometimes the, the closest thing to us. Those are some of the things that we want the most. And then when we lay them down, as Isaac, as, as Abraham did to Isaac, you know, then at that point, God goes, okay, come on. I didn't, I, all along, it was, it, was, it was for my glory. And now that I see you, you want me more. So I would just encourage you to, you know, to, to just, just, you know, kill it, be willing to kill it, but then, 
you know, don't be surprised if God res does, resurrects it mm -hmm. or he blows your mind. And it's something like, you know, unveils something that you could have never even imagined that was, that was what you wanted and mixed together. You know what I mean? I just want to encourage somebody that's, that, that, uh, you know, your idea or what you thought it was may not be the, the wrong thing. It just may have been the wrong time. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that if God would have promoted me in certain areas when I was ready, then I'm going to tell you I would have hurt a lot of people. There was there were there were things in me that God needed to work out of me, in 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 my in me, that if I were if I were promoted in certain ways in certain areas at certain times like I've wanted to or like my gift, you know, m merited. Man, it would have, it would have destroyed a lot of things, and I and I know that, and so mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. You know, and uh, I don't know. That's just my, I think that's part of the limit. I mean, or limitless. I mean, like what limit? I mean, like every time you try to put a limit on God on all directions, he's like, I'm, I, I, that doesn't fit me. Yeah. He sees much further ahead than we do. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's where we struggle. Uh, <clears throat> you know, use the crucifixion as an example. Again, mm -hmm. had Jesus come off that cross, what are some of the things that could have happened negatively from that? Several people could have, you know, turned away from him saying like, you didn't have to experience the pain. You know, you just said, no, nah, this is enough. I'm going to get down. Okay. So some, some people could have turned away and said, he's not enough because of that. He said, no, I'm thinking ahead. I'm thinking about those things. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I'm going to go ahead and endure this so that you guys know I am with you always through everything that you're struggling. You know, uh, I think that's so important for us to understand. He sees so much further ahead. It would have been convenient at that, that moment for it to, to, you know, appease the narrative but he saw the need uh, and he took it the next step forward. So, Ladies and gentlemen, the oldest <laughs> drummer in the history of Elevation, 72 <laughs> years old, <laughs> Michael Cherub. Here comes Mike. He's like limping up. He's like, but oh, then he crushes let it. me tell you, in the words of Caleb, give me my mountain. <laughs> Twirling his drumsticks. He's just going to town, baby. You know what I mean? Like the anointing comes on him, his wrinkles disappear. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man, it's awesome. I don't know what that, I don't know what that must have came from these six shots of espresso that I drink every day. Oh. So we'll wrap it up. Song of the day. It makes perfect sense with what we're talking about. That's actually not a slow song for once. It's uh, Limitless from Planet Shakers, which is a little bit of a throwback because I remember that being. Yeah, a really popular song. 2013. Is that the Limitless? Limitless, Limitless, yeah, Limitless. I like Planet Shakers. I love Planet Shakers. <laughs> but on that note, anything else? We out. Hey, if you guys have, <laughs> do, oh wait, my gosh. did you end it? <laughs> Every time, I'm so close. Like, you are just gonna do. It. Did you end it? Did you end it? <laughs> no, well, not yet. Real quick. Hey, if you guys can put in comments, I mean that was awesome. <laughs> If you guys can put in hey, comments. Hey, we got anything else to say? Nah, I'm good. We out. Wait, 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 hang on. If you guys want us to tackle a topic, how about yeah. this? We we would love to know what you would like to tackle. If you're listening, you can't comment on one of our uh, video sources and just email us at radio at ipdagency.com. Radio at ipdagency.com. You can put that email in there if you want, Sam. Radio, radio at ipdagency. But if you are... Uh, able to comment on LinkedIn or Facebook or uh, what have you, or if you um, follow us then just give us a topic that maybe you want us to start uh, tackling because 
um, we love these conversations and we, we love the uh, community, mm-hmm. you know, and we would love to know what, what it is that maybe we could talk about that you guys would like to hear about. And yeah. on that note, we out. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to connect further, check out the David Villa's Game Changer group on Facebook. We'll see you next time on the next episode of Game Changer.